This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. It what is up, episode up, 21 of the All Love No Fear podcast. We are at 21. We are at 21. We are legal. We are able to drink. We are able to smoke cigarettes. We are able to do all the adult things that somebody that reaches 21 we now, can do. We now have an adult podcast. We have an adult podcast. Yes, yes. We were, you know, like a high schooler, a middle schooler, but now we like a grown adult podcast. Yes. Slip. Right. So how you doing, man? What's going on? I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. No, no problems today. I'm good today. Cool. I'm tired, but we're <laughs> gonna keep this thing moving. This is KB um, with my lovely, lovely co-host, uh, Mr. Mark Metapoetic Bennett. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Um, <laughs> doing the most. But yeah, we're here to do some potting um, today. Uh, we've got some things on the agenda. Uh, we're going to talk about them. Uh, updates. Mark kept his snack eating to his snacks this week. We don't have any problems. Everyone's fine. That's All fine. my cookies are still present and accounted for. He did um, reimburse me for my troubles. Um, and, you know, all is well. All is well. We're living our best lives. Yes. After 30 minutes, we dedicated, dedicated last podcast <laughs> to talking about cookies. You don't see why. You don't. You 30, still, 30 minutes ago? Well, I, I had a lot on my mind that I needed to <laughs> get off my chest, and so I got it off my chest. That's fine. What what have you learned? What is your takeaway from this experience? We're, we're going to start shouting out people. Um, let's shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify. So you're just going to swerve <laughs> the, learning, the learning moment here? Shout out Apple Podcasts. Wow. Shout out Google Podcasts. Shout out Stitcher. Shout out Podbean. Shout out iHeartRadio. And shout out to the people who eat their own snacks. You are some real ones. We, we have to. We have to get past this. But if you had just told us <laughs> what your to, learning moment was, we, I could have moved we forward. We have to get past this. Yet here we are. We are past <laughs> it. I just want to know what you, what your learning moment was, and have you share with the people so that you can impact somebody's life positively. I'm, nope. Nope. But you don't want to do that. You nope. want to be stubborn. You want to be nope. difficult. You want to just be obstinate. That's what you want to be. You no, want to be obstinate. We're not going to do the impact somebody's life. We're not, we're not going to do that. We're not going to. We're not going to have a conversation about how someone can impact somebody's life. We're not going to do that. We're not, yes, no. it, it is. Mm-hmm. It does make a difference. Mm-hmm. If we can each one teach one nope. to not, not eat somebody, yes, we are. We're not going to each one teach one. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're not going to each one teach one. Yes, we are. We have a we have a responsibility, Mark. Responsibility. Yes, with the platform that we have to make sure that people are doing the right thing. So I feel like it's a teachable moment for our audience, and you you're just not trigger dr- words. <laughs> trigger for, words for inspirational content, and we talk about cookies, and I don't understand. 
But it's a metaphor, okay? Yeah, For bigger things. Just eat using, your own things. Using each one, teach one. Talk Whatever. About just use your own things. Platform, using mad words. Whatever. Uh, sorry. Whatever. For, for the, using all the hot takes for this one. For this, for it this doesn't topic, even matter. The point is, uh-huh. stick to your own stuff. Word. Leave other people's stuff alone. And if you want other people's stuff, at least ask first. Word. Gosh. Mark doesn't have any takeaways, which lets me know I'm going to be back on this podcast talking about this again. Very soon. Great. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have prevented this, but yeah. here, here we are. Can we, can we, can you proceed? I feel like we tried to proceed last time and it turned into a 30-minute conversation because you just wouldn't admit I just want to that move maybe, I just, want just to move possibly, on. potentially, I just want to you move may on. have wild out. I just want to move on. <laughs> no, Mark. No, Mark. That's no, why we're not going to move on. Because you <laughs> keep trying to brush past the seriousness of this issue. All right. And it's very troubling to me. So what is this level to lose it about? What Don't be doing? trying to rush me along <laughs> the timeline. What are you talking no, about? No, I'll get to what I want to get to when I get there. You okay. don't, you're, you need to relax, okay? Word. Exactly. Get on my nerves. <laughs> you do. Get on my nerves. I do love you. I love you too, but you're still annoying. Nom, 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 nom. And a snack stealer. But, you know, whatever. We're moving on. We are moving on. Moving on up. Hey. To the east side. Hey, hey, hey. To a deluxe. Oh, yeah. Apartment in the sky. What's, ha- what's, ha- what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> what is happening right now? You eat my snacks. I can't get my songs off. Like, what is the problem right now? What is the issue? What is the lover to lose it? <laughs> <laughs> what is the lover to lose it? That's what I want to know. You are a haterator <laughs> and a hollerator in the dancery. That's, That's who right. you are. What is the lover to lose it? <laughs> Don't worry about what it is. I told you we'll get there. When okay. I'm ready to get there. Word. I was singing my Jefferson song, and you just had to intervene. <laughs> okay. You get on my nerves. Gosh. Always trying to shut down the fun. That's what it is. That's what your problem is. You don't like fun. <laughs> that's what, that's what your problem is. I mean, you know and what? so, you know, right. <laughs> fun, fun is the problem. That's why you do the things you do. <laughs> fun is the problem. You didn't yes. want me to have fun. That's why you ate oh. my cookies. Because you said, you know what? She's going to have fun eating these. So, you know what I'm going right. to do? I'm going to circumvent that whole situation. You know what? I didn't see that before. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that before. I'm tired of you. You're patronizing it's, me. It's, it's fun. That's what and it was. it's rude. I don't have time for you. I love it or lose it you, this week. You've I, seen what I didn't see. <sighs> Go ahead. Do I have the floor? <laughs> yes, continue. Okay, I thought because you, you were talking, you know. No, p- proceed, please. Love it or lose it this week. So, after much deliberation on uh, what we should choose, uh, I decided to go with black female rappers. We're okay. not pitting black women against each other. That's not what we do here on this podcast. Nope. We're just making a decision to throw one of them away if we had <laughs> if we had no choice but to do so. Okay. So... Uh, the four black female rappers on our Love It or Lose It list this week are Lil' Kim, Foxy Brown, Eve, and Lauren Hill. Say it again. <laughs> Little Kim, also known as Kimberly Denise Jones. Foxy Brown, also known as Inga Marchand. Eve, also known as Eve Jeffers. And uh, Lauren Hill. From New Jersey. Shout outs to the good to the good state. 
trying to think i'm trying to cycle through the songs and which one has more songs that i like mm-hmm. and i think that's that's the only way i can figure this out <laughs> correctly <Okay. laughs> it was like, it's the only way i can like do this correctly gotcha because like they're kind of in two separate categories for me okay tell us um more. because lauren hill and eve wrote all their songs okay and like how they came in is different okay um Foxy Brown and Lil Kim got a little help, little help from other people. Okay. Um, but they they have great stage presence and difference. So like I so because like I, I can't I have so. So basically, two, you're saying like two of them are Meek Mill and two of them are Drake. Is that is that? <laughs> got the drink and me going back to back. Is that what we're doing? Only thing I'm saying is, um, I think I. So because because of that, I would have to put uh, I, I have to decide between Foxy and Little Kim for that reason. Okay. Um. Also, just knowing the story of the other two, but um, and I'm trying to figure out if I'm going through songs. Like, I think um, Little Kim's library is more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of songs, uh, and like, 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 big features like um, Benjamin stuff like that. Like she has, she has a lot of highlight features. Right. I don't know if Foxy Brown has as much highlight features mm-hmm. that make songs as much as Kim. I'm not saying she doesn't. I think I I love Foxy. Right. Um, I love a lot of the songs, but I don't know if she has as many highlight features and. Like, I feel bad for putting Foxy because, like, she's going through issues herself. <laughs> right, right. Um, and everything. But I think out of those four, people in Manny, um, it would be Foxy. I know people put Foxy above Kim. Right. A lot of people do um, in terms of talent. But, like, I can't I can't go based off of just bar for bar because they both have help. Right. So I have to go, I have to use other factors for that. <laughs> for mm-hmm. me. So Foxy would be my loser, I think. Okay, okay. With that, with that in mind. Okay, um, my lose it. Um, I don't know. I a lot of what you said, I also kind of think about um, when I when I consider these four ladies. Um, I feel like. Lil Kim, like she has to stay. That's no question. She's Lil Kim, regardless of the writing help that she received. Like, there's something very distinctive. That's about, what I said. Like about she, her she, and what she brings. She has more standouts to a song. Correct. Whether she's the person, because like, let me tell you something. The minute the beat for Jump Off comes on, I'm ready. Black yeah. Barbie, dressed in nothing but pearls. I'm I'm ready. That's a jam. It gets me every time. Um, Foxy, I like her, I love Foxy's rapping voice. Mm-hmm. Like it's just ugh, it gives me. That's life. what I'm saying. Like I love I, it. I, 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 in terms of, I love it. But in terms of like 
impact. Like, she really hasn't put out a body of work in, what year is this, 2019? Almost 20 years. The last actual album she put out was 2001. She put mm-hmm. out a mixtape in, like, 08, but I don't know. That was in the midst of her, like, you know, going through stuff, and I I, I think I heard it wasn't that great. Um, Eve, you know, Eve is one of the most underrated um, female rappers to be. Eve is so phenomenal. And even, like, I remember when when they when they saw the... Um, what was that show called, The Label? Um, uh, I can't remember what it was. But the shows were... Like, there was a show on either, like, Netflix or... It was or, Netflix. Yeah, and it talked about all the different, like, black record labels that we all remember and, like, how they got started. Yeah. And they talked about Rough Riders and... Yeah, Rough Riders was one of them. And they did Terror Squad, too, but yeah. Rough Riders was one of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, they did it in terms of um, Eve. And Eve was talking about, like, how, like... Each person who was in Rough Rider, like, this basically had a dungeon where you had to battle. And that's yeah. how you got in. You had to battle first. Yeah. And <laughs> like, she battled a bunch of men. Yeah. So. That's the only reason she got up there. She was like, all right. She was like, I heard battling crazy. And let's be clear. When I was in high school, Eve was that chick to me. I absolutely wanted to get that paw print tattoo just like she has. Yeah. Thankfully, I didn't because, you know, poor decision for me personally and what I'm trying <laughs> to do in life. But back then, I definitely, I, I wanted to be Eve because I just thought she was like, the perfect blend of like feminine but still had some edge to her but it didn't seem like contrived like she was just that's just that's what she just, was yeah yeah and yeah. love is blind is forever a jam i don't know who wrote it i'm gonna have to do my googles but that the way the storytelling is done on that song is phenomenal to well, I, th- me. I think she wrote most of her stuff though. i think she wrote most of her stuff but like i didn't want to lie and say outright she wrote that one I'm, I'm not sure if she wrote the hook yeah like but i know she wrote like um because like I don't I don't think you can be in Rough Riders and not write. Probably. I don't think you can. I don't okay. That's, and then, I, I don't I don't think that was possible. <laughs> and then we got Miss Hill. And I feel like Miss Hill is a great lyricist. But I feel like Miss Hill has done most of her rapping in like Fuji's. Like Miss Education of Lauren Hill was not really a rap album. It was not. I would consider it yeah, more Yeah, the, the rap's in there, but, but um, yeah. the score was the strong the, rapping one. Yeah, and and, that was and the, even, like, the um, live album was had more rapping than Miss Education. Yeah. Um, so, with that being said, um, some of y'all are going to throw me away, but I think I'm going to have to say Lauren is my lose it when it Lauren? comes to rapping. Yes. 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 I don't know what's happening. Yes. I, 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 don't, I don't know what's happening. I, I don't I don't. I, what's happening? What, what, what's occurring? I I'm making a decision. Why I'm, why what's what's occurring right now? What's what's why is your brain shorting out? I'm, my brain is completely shorting out. Here's the thing: I'm not disputing that Lauren <laughs> Lauren is a great rapper. She is a great rapper. I just don't feel like she's given me enough raps for me to she gives you keep nothing. her over Foxy. If Even I, though I do think she is a great rapper, she's but like I don't feel like Lauren Hill herself, like the stuff that she and I know she's got like issues with like you know. So are we talking able, about ability just, uh, to release music and blah 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 blah? Like I just I feel like I would be more hype at this point about a Foxy Brown feature than a Lauren Hill feature. That's just me. I don't think that, like if I were to hear, but the, not, I only it's the same thing as the question though. The question is which one? I, Lauren Hill, I'm still choosing it. I, I, I mean, I meant to me. I'm not talking about. Okay. <laughs> for, for, I think because I'm thinking to me, if I put 10 of Lauren's best bars against 
Foxy's best bars, I'm probably choosing Lauren Hill immediately. I don't know. There's just something about Foxy that makes me. No, no, I and that gives me and life. At, at, and that's not me dismissing Foxy. I think like Mr. Vinicky just does something different. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? Um, Zealots does something different. Like, like I hear that, you. Like that Zealot. Like those impact. The impact of those lines are just. No, I hear are you. Just different. I hear you. I hear you. I don't know. Something in me won't let After me. After all my logic and my theory, <laughs> I'll add a mother effort so you ignorant n words hear me. Like it's a, it's a, it's legendary. It's legendary. Like, it's, it's, it's different. like I don't know. Like I just. <sighs> like I don't worry. All that work? No, I'm not doing all that. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I just, you know what it is. I feel like my heart is bleeding for Foxy because which, I, which, which is fine. I understand, that. and that's, that's why I said like, because I, I, I feel don't like do either. under logical circumstances, I would lose Foxy, but I feel like she's still redeemable somehow. Like she's had a lot of issues, a lot of which have been self, um, self inflicted. I guess because she don't know how to act. Um, I, but I, I still feel like she, you know she, what it is? She, I think she, Foxy, she's redeemable. I think I feel Foxy hasn't Hill. had a chance to really give us all of what she's capable of. I fully and understand. And I, I feel I fully like that's understand. why I'm like, I'm kind of hesitant to say loser. I fully understand what you're saying. But if Lauren Hill doesn't write anything ever again, her le- her status is already set. True, true, true. <laughs> Just I, based off what she looks for. If she does, if she does not release another song, it is fine. She does not rap ever again. She is fine. She is still solidified <laughs> in the top. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. All right, let me come around to being sensible. Let's turn off the bleeding heart faucet. I think if 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 we had to talk about um, legacy stuff, uh, Fox would be the one I would I would have to cut. But if I, we're, if but we're I, looking at it from that perspective. But I understand. Like, if, if you're talking about... Who would I choose now to release the album? That's that's a different story, right? Whose whose album would out of the people who are released now? Who would I be run to immediately? That's I think that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. That's a different conversation than out of their work. Who's a better rapper? Right. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, I just yeah. I think my like I said, my thing with Foxy is I feel if, like if you, if, she like, hasn't if you, had the opportunity to do. Um what I think she's capable of. So I feel like I almost don't have a good enough sense of like her ability. Like what I've heard, I feel like, yeah, she can do this. Like she's a she can rap. Like that's not a question. But it's just like she's been like I feel like she's been marred with so many like problems. Problems yeah. and yeah, issues no. like, you know, with her hearing loss and like financial issues, blah blah like she's just got a lot and just got a lot going on. And I feel like that's detracted from her talent. And so I, I, you know, ugh, ugh. I, I still feel like she's the better. Yeah, like I, I think it's like I said, if you had a different conversation, is who would I, who if, if all four released the album right now, who am I running to first? I'm not running to Lauryn Hill first. I hear you. So I, 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 I understand that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get you. Um. So I, I I get that I think I think because Foxy Brown we, we've been missing I, I would I would run to Foxy Foxy um as one of the people would be one of the people I would run to right yeah I so I so I I, I get what you're saying 
Yeah, this is a hard one. This is a hard one. There's no right. But, but you you said, well, you didn't say that. I'm saying, <laughs> who's the better rapper out of those four? Now, are we moving to Love It? Who's yes. Who's the best out of those four to me? Who would you Who would you love? And um, this is totally based on personal feelings, not on anything else. Just my personal feelings. Eve. Okay. That's that's my love. Like I've always enjoyed her delivery, her her lyrics. I've always in, I've just I just her her image in general, how she's carried herself, like I just enjoy. Like I just, I like Eve generally. And um I, you know, went back and downloaded her albums and was listening to them. I'm like, Eve had a lot of little bops on these albums that we weren't paying attention to outside of yeah. um, she, the major she's, singles. She's, she's a beast. Yeah, she's actually very, very underrated. And, you know, uh, people, she doesn't come up in a lot of the rap female conversations, but she's actually really, really, really good. And uh, I, I'm a stan, so yeah. I'm going to go with my love it. Anybody Eve. who's knowledgeable will automatically choose to put her in there, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for me, one A, one B is Lauryn Hill Eve. Okay. Um, I, I because I, for for different reasons. Okay, go on, tell me. Um, like I said, what you said with um, like I I think Eve's songs are different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and it's she has a different style than Lauryn Hill. Yeah. Um, it's a different style. I think I go to Eve for different reasons. Um, but I'm 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 always, I'm always down for Eve, <laughs> rapping at all times. Right, like when I'm, Eve. I'm always down. When Eve did that, um, uh, what's that? That my chick bad remix. Yeah. Like, fam, like just blew my blew my wig off. Yeah. I was like, oh God, yes. And this is for the D's and never for the Busters. Ah. Throw your diamond rings up and get yourself a customer. Slick from them licks, caramel. Want to try it? Listen, Eve, baddest to ever do it. Yeah. I don't care what y'all are talking about. Baddest but, um, to ever do it. Yeah, but yeah, but Lauren Hill's up there for me. Yeah, no, Lauren, Lauren, if Lauren could get to concerts on time, yeah. if Lauren like, could. Like like I said, it's it's different now, but like, even, even like I said, even the live album hit different with, with a different um different album. Yeah, like I. Like Mystery of Iniquity, I was oh, talking yeah. about that, that song. Forever. And, and there's a lot of other um, songs he's rapping. And then, like I said, the score. And even like some of the rapping um, on um, Miseducation. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's it's. It, it hits a little different. Yes, I I agree. Yeah. Yes, good, Lauren good. is great. All four ladies are great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. All four are yeah. great. Um, I still feel like you know, even though I I back backed and lost Fox, I don't really mean that. Um, this is you know, I would love for her to kind of get it together and put some music out and really. Um, make an impact because I feel like like I said she's really really talented but I just feel like between her assaulting people and just having other personal issues like that has totally distracted people from I from feel like you can make thing. three different love or lose lists before, with um female rappers I, 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 in my mind I have four different lists we'll just we'll come up with one for next week yeah we'll, we'll just, talk just, about it then I just want rappers I have like four different lists word to big bird all right let us move on to our next segment, which is our topic for today. Word. Our topic for today. Ooh, ooh, our topic for today. Okay, topic for today. I do a lot of random singing. It's just what I do. I make songs out of everything. If you've been listening to this podcast for the last 20 episodes, you already know. You already know. Yeah. 
which is which is fine. <laughs> is it though? Yeah. Right. Um. So this topic I kind of came up with. Um. It's called Hollywood not being really progressive. Um. So I don't. For some reason, like they, there's always like this big thing about Hollywood being um, progressive. I'll say Hollywood might be more liberal than other places, but they always talk about it being more progressive, which I don't agree with. I think um, I think a lot of times they talk about that in terms of um, when they have, like, for instance, they announced the black woman um, Bond, um, Black Panther, and everything like that, and people are like, what? Black version? Hollywood's always trying to push agendas or anything to do with... Um, LGBTQ, like they were saying, like they're trying to push these agendas anytime they're trying to change something. Anytime something like this happens, they always saying like, oh, it's because Hollywood's trying to be liberal and everything from there. And the reality is, I don't think it really is. I think that Hollywood is just reactive. It's just a reactive um, thing that they do, meaning they, they try to react to what's going on, which doesn't mean that they're progressive at all. Um, progressive, I think, means trying to see uh, problems, trying to see what's going on, and progressively trying to change it before people might be acceptable to it. And they kind of wait till people are acceptable. They try to see if people are acceptable to it before they even get to that point. And so I don't think that um, Highwood as is as progressive or as liberal as people think they are at all. Uh, for instance, people always... Um, try to talk about Black Panther. And I remember um, when Black Panther first came out, the big issue that people had that um, I heard that, um, what's it called, the budgeters were having, like producers were having, was saying, oh, Black Panther, people are not going to sit around and listen to an African accent for this long. Which is which is not true. It's not, it's trash. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not a truth, true statement, but in their mind, they're like, they. I think they tried to initially make um, T'Challa have a British accent. They tried to make T'Challa have a British accent, which is trash. They were saying like, oh, maybe he should have a British accent initially, so that will be better for when, when doing it. And so I'm like, so you're gonna have T'Challa from who was from Wakanda in Africa have a British accent? That's that's trash. And I don't. I, I never understood why. Um, so that so it was such a big thing. That like I, I think um they said that the cast was pushing like no we're gonna have African accents we're gonna have African accents we're gonna have African accent and it, it was it was crazy how they're trying to push that just and like because Hollywood they kept saying Hollywood's ready so I think I don't think the um the Hollywood is progressive I think the creatives and the actors like no this is crazy and they're the ones that push it <laughs> to do it I don't think the actual businesses of Hollywood is I'm so confused how. Black Panther, a movie set in an African country somewhere, um, with mad black people, where and the and the premise of Wakanda is that it's this utop this black utopia. Why would they have accents that are um, reminiscent of colonialism? Yeah, be, 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 me is confused. How how are we going because to, there, be, how are we going to make the storyline continue with the situation happening? People are not going to sit and listen to African accents. Whose people? But but that's what I'm trying to say. Hollywood is reactive. They're not the ones trying to progressively push something. They're just reactive. They're like, oh, 
because if based off of a lot of things and what and like Black Panther was just like what last year? Yes, twenty eighteen. It was just last year, and like that 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 was going on, and like you've heard you always hear about two people talking about, oh, we can't just have, uh, like having black lead people are not gonna come see that like they've been saying that for years and, and like in the midst of this y'all keeps telling me that that um Hollywood's progressive yeah no, that's, I'm, not, I'm, not, no. I'm not rocking with that I'm like what's the story about people not going to see black leads like we've had enough movies with black leads to show that people will of all races go out and see said yeah. movie but like if you notice even with even with the how things are laid out now they'll have black leads but they'll always make sure they have they have like a white co-star with it because they're like oh they're not going to see what only black people that, 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 like if you do that people are not going to go see it like that so like they've always been less progressive they have never been progressive i don't right. think they like they like even like um they always talk about the white savior thing in movies mm-hmm. um the white savior thing in movies so like um they would add characters that aren't real that weren't real characters just to make white people comfortable because they're like we have to do that to appeal to the forget yeah, like a, forget like, accuracy yeah like what was the movie we saw hidden figures hidden figures like kevin costner's character was apparently not a real person it was a combination first thing he was a combination of a few people there so it wasn't like one person who was just yes. like hmm, black people i love them like that, that never happened number two the scene where like they talk about he knocked down the um Knocked down the sign that said "on um, whites only." That wasn't a real scene. That wasn't even real. <laughs> they just added it to it, like we have to show that white people are empowering the black people. <laughs> like, right? It's like, like it's, guys, it, it's ridiculous. Like, like, why make why make the movie if you're gonna tell this like sanitized version of the story? Like, I just leave us alone. We don't we don't want it. And like, it happens leave, leave all alone. the time. Like, they feel like they have to show, like, no matter how. Um, Race, racist movie is ever like oh, but we have to show that you have to show the, the one white person who isn't that racist. We have to we have to show that, or they're not going to see the movie. So like that that's kind of what happens all the time, and it, it just it drives me crazy. And like stuff like that happens all the time. Yeah, I, I it, it's so many movies where that happens. Hidden Figures is just the first one that came to mind because that's like one of the most recent ones I remember seeing. But it's 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 confusing to me how. Hollywood and like the world in general seems to understand that the black dollar is valuable and that black people are are the largest one of the largest if not the largest uh consumers of stuff um in this country yet in the same token a movie with a black lead the people with the powerful dollar won't come to see. Like, I don't understand. Which one is it? Are, is our spending power, like, valuable or not? I, which one is it? Because when you say, that's why I said when you said they said people won't come, I said, who's people? Because when I went to see Black Panther the three times I went, it was hella black people out there. Hella black people. And people went three, we went three times, but I know people who went four, five, six, people who saw the movie, like, 30 times. Yeah. And they were black, and they spent their black money on that thing. So I don't get this idea that, like, people won't see something with a black lead. If you make a quality product, people will see it. Black people will go see it because we want to see quality representations of ourselves in um, movies. And honestly, if other people think it's great, they'll go see it too. But this idea this idea that... that a black actor is still not quote unquote marketable is confusing to me. 
Yeah. Because the numbers show, like, Samuel L. Jackson pulls money in for movies. Denzel pulls money in for movies. Um, you know, Will Smith pulls money in for movies. So I'm just, I'm just like, people will go see movies because of them specifically. Bump whoever else is in the movie. They're going to go see the movie because they want to see those people specifically. So I'm not sure what that argument's about. I do, yeah. I do think that it is more challenging when it comes to black women leads. Correct. I think that's where we can see like there's a clear divide um, in terms of people supporting um, movies. Because I've seen, you know, they've been trying to make Taraji a lead for a little while, and it's just not catching. And I don't think it's because people don't think Taraji's a great actress. There's just, people just, even Halle Berry, people don't see it for, and they didn't see it for as a lead black actress. Like, there's very few black actresses, I think, that can carry a movie on their own and the movie make money. Yeah, and, and but... And that's but that, that like I feel like that, even that, that, Viola, that is, Viola Davis, who acts down, still has a struggle to carry a movie by herself. Correct, and, but that that plays into like I said, I think that plays into Hollywood though. No, 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 I agree. I, I think that plays into because I feel like people have these ideas. Mm-hmm. I feel like ideas come across the table all the time for these things to happen mm-hmm. of different leads of like Crazy Rich Asians was a crazy thing. I'm pretty sure scripts like that have come across many Mil- times. Millions of times. Of everything. But Hollywood was like, nah. People Nobody gonna, wants to see people, that. People not gonna, so they would not buy into it and contribute to it. So like they're reactive mm-hmm. to what's going on. So yeah. like I'm, I'm, I'm not buying that Hollywood's progressive if they don't buy into it. If they're like, You know how you know Hollywood isn't progressive? Because Tyler Perry... And I know a lot of people feel ways about Tyler Perry, but Tyler Perry said, I'm not going to sit here and wait for them to get on board with what I'm trying to do with having black leads and, and black main characters. I'm going to go do my own thing and put that content out there. And people can feel however they want to feel about what he does or doesn't do. But the fact of the matter is... The fact that he, rather than seeking to go the Hollywood route to do stuff, chose to build his own table, like he said um, at the awards the other day, and and put forth the type of content that we want to see Hollywood buy into, and you know the fact that he the fact that he's at the place where he's at and he's still making the choice to produce his own black focused content because at this point Tyler Perry could have sold his stuff or joined forces with a uh, 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 Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer or Warner Brothers or one of those big Hollywood companies. At this point, he has proven that he's bankable and what he does makes money. So he could have, by all means, gone ahead and done something like that. But after all the success and all the money he's made, he still hasn't done that. And I think that that's something that's worth looking at. Maybe he recognizes that it's still going to be... Uh, Hey, uh, people aren't going to come see that, well, even it's, though it's, we've it's proven that people will see it. Yeah, and like, so the reason why I'm saying that because like, there's always a um, perception of these are black movies and these are not black movies. Right. It's always been that perception of what's right. going on, and Hollywood plays into that by mm-hmm. not making by, by not making a by not um, investing in movies if it's mostly black. People. Like you always feel like they, you can have movies with all white people and there is there is no one bad to eye. Mm-hmm. I will, we will invest in that. We will make that a thing. Right. You'll see these people all over the place talk. Like, perfect example, the Oscars. When they talk about these movies that are nominated, it'd be like, what is this? Movies that I don't know who they marketed them to. I don't know what theaters they were in. I don't know what happened. But somehow they are up here on the Academy Awards listing yeah. uh, as, as nominees for Best Picture and Best Director and blah, 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 blah. So it's like... Well, I, 
what's the standard here? Yeah. What, what's the standard? I need I need to know. Yeah, I, I I like the whole thing is is just it just it's it's crazy. <laughs> like it, I just I I need to, we just we just gotta just figure out how to like stop putting that on Hollywood as being so progressive all the time. And what it's true, I think there needs to be more studios like Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry is going to make one kind of movie well not one kind of movie but he's going to make a certain kind of, certain kinds of movies yeah because he's, he's, fo- he's his production company is focused on certain types of movies mm-hmm. which is fine mm-hmm. we need other ones also right right and everything we need other ones and everything for other screenwriters and everything from there and I think with numbers I think it will be a different story right I mean Hollywood like the idea that Hollywood is progressive is like has really been debunked even with the whole Me Too movement Harvey Weinstein like it's Oscar so white. Yeah, Oscar so like it's just shown over and over again that Hollywood is nothing but an old boys club and the membership to the membership fee to get into that club. Like you can't ask nobody to join. You can't like it's just one of those things where you're either in it or you're not in it and it's very very insular. And just the fact of the 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 rampant like sexual abuse and I've read things online about you know how these child stars get exploited and like there's a lot of things that's really really wrong with how hollywood operates and so just from that alone forget you know who stars in movies who what kind of movies they put forward just the actual like operations and the and the things that happen to people as a result of being a part of hollywood lets you know that it is not anywhere near as progressive as yeah. people for some reason, I don't know, their public relations has somehow cultivated this idea yeah. that is progressive. But it's just like when you heard all the Harvey Weinstein stories and all these people that he had, you know, sexually assaulted or manipulated, and then all the other people who were involved in the in the situation, like, it just lets you know, like, there's nothing progressive about this. This is literally just doing the same old, same old that has been done since, you know, Marilyn Monroe was alive. Yeah, and we're just kind of putting a shiny new suit on it, but it's pretty much the same nonsense. Yeah, and and I'll I'll even say this: like I know some people say like, oh, maybe like a lot of the actors are more progressive, and like I'm not even gonna say that because I've, I've seen like a lot of times when when they speak out certain things, they they get it all wrong a lot of times. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like I can't even, I can't even say that. Um, they get a lot of things wrong, not understanding how things play right. out and how right. how what they do affects everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the other thing, too, is, like, people need to recognize, like, the actors don't have the power. No. Like, the it's the people who, who give the monies to make the movies. Those are the ones that have the actual power. Because let's be clear, being an actor is not an indispensable thing. Like, you know how many movies they have where it's, like, they make the movie and then you find out that they wanted, like, Will Smith for the role, but he wasn't available. So they went down the list, auditioned, like, ten other dudes and came up with Michael B. Jordan. Like, they're like, all right. They look at actors as, like, one size fits all. If this person doesn't work, we'll find another one. Yeah, There's another one out there. We'll just find one. So it's like, it's kind of like, you know, with the NFL and other, like, industries where your ability to perform feeds you and your family. So it's like... You know, actors are also in a position where, like, people, there's there's certain people, like, that I like to think of as elder statesmen who can really get out here and, like, make moves and talk and do stuff like that. Like, the Denzels, the Samuel L's, the Morgan Freemans, like, they've kind of earned that space to be free 
in yeah. in being Which, critical and pushing for certain changes and blah 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 blah. But even still, they're not. They might have a coin, but they don't have the coin. They don't, of, have, they don't have studio coin. They don't have studio coin. They don't have the coin of the person who is financing their next movie. Which, which is why, like a lot of people, they try to push like the indie film festivals and stuff yeah. like that because. Yeah. The right, because the writers have these things. A lot, some, a lot of times, like I said, they might not get the funding later. Right. But that's also why, like, people have been trying to find other ways to find it outside of those studios. Mm-hmm. That's why Netflix was a big thing. Yeah. In the first yeah. Place. Netflix kind of cut out the middleman on a lot of that. Correct. Yeah. Took out, and that's why, like, also studios were mad at Netflix. Yeah. Which is probably why they're suffering now. Honestly, yeah. that that's there might be a connection between that. Why Netflix oh. is suffering? You mean? Correct. Yeah, because Disney said, "Oh, you're not gonna play ball. That's fine. That ain't no problem. We'll snatch all of our content." Correct, but but like that ain't no problem because the studios are like and Disney. Disney is a huge money making powerhouse of a studio. Yeah, so like they they're able to cut out that middleman and like hurts hurt Netflix from like because that was a big thing. I can create, I can write a movie and then just get through Netflix. Mm-hmm. That might have been how like um dear white people kind of mm-hmm. got in there because like people were protesting that one. That mm-hmm. might have not been went through. The, like um, a, the, the series, the series, yeah, yeah, the yeah. series. It would have not. It probably wouldn't have made it through like a CBS, yeah, type of spot. But, but. Netflix greenlighted it, mm-hmm. and it probably went through well mm-hmm. with that, yeah, and everything. So like it's, and I remember even when they were fighting for the movie, that was like a big thing, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and everything. So it's like, it's a lot of a lot of stuff that goes on. Yeah, which and we're just literally pontificating on like yeah. the little slivers of things that we've seen. Who who knows what's really like going on like behind the scenes? You know, that, that's why I'll, I'll say just support your film festival. Right, support your local film festivals. Support local local filmmakers and local artists because you know what they what they're working with a very challenging um, set of barriers that you know, prevent their work from really reaching the masses in the way that it does. Because basically Hollywood has a monopoly on what you what the average person sees. They control what the average person has access to in terms of movies and TV shows and stuff like that. Because, you know, Netflix is kind of like an outlier, but it's still Hollywood adjacent in some sense. Yeah. Like there's no way that they can do what they do without having some type of relationships, connections, whatever the case may be. But it's like, you know, for the average Joe who's, you know, at NYU or whatever film school um, trying to put something out, like, even Netflix can be kind of out of reach. Yeah. Um, so, you know... That's, just, why, that's why you gotta go to... That's why I said support your film festivals. Yeah, support your local film festivals. It's some really, really awesome stuff out there um, that people are making and, you know, we just gotta figure out how to find it and support it because... Trying to break into the very non-progressive um, scenario that is uh, Hollywood is 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 a challenging thing to do. Yeah, like it, it upsets me. Like that they still like have casting calls for Asian with Asian accent. <laughs> that is just <laughs> or garbage. Black person with like like they they still do that. It's it's crazy to me. It's garbage. Um, it's garbage. Like pa- I'm confused pa- about um, Arabic with Arabic accent. Like it's <laughs> for ter- garbage for, for terrorist role. Like it's like for terrorist role. <laughs> like like they they they. The funny thing, it's crazy that they still have that. A lot of times for a lot of roles, they still do that, and that that's always crazy to me. I can't. Like I've heard, like I've seen, like a lot of times people make fun of it, or like someone someone um Indian will come in, and they'll come in do the role, and they'll say, "Can you sound a little more Indian? Can you sound like a little more Indian?" <laughs> hey, that's literally not how it works. <laughs> 
So That's like, literally not how it works. It's it's the whole thing's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. I don't understand why they thought Crazy Rich Asians wasn't gonna get no play. Like I'm confused about that. Well, like the funny 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 thing is, I feel as if Crazy Rich Asians. I think people were excited about it because it was a start. I think that um, as a concept, they could have done better, ten times better than that for like the first one. But like there was like I just they just need to do something just to show like hey, stop police for only karate rules. Hey, how about that? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're not we're not mystical or or, or kung fu kung fu legends all the time. Facts. So like I think it was just to break that mold. Yeah. So I, so yeah. now they can like and they they're just trying to break that mold. And then and mm-hmm. the, the other movie that came out was the movie with the um that they had um was like the love story the, the um oh um the one that was on Netflix yeah. Oh gosh, um, something. It, Lord, I don't want to lie about the name. It was like "Call Me Maybe" or yeah, something yeah. like that. Like I, I saw, like when I saw that, I was like, okay, this is off that same train. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying, they're trying, they're trying to have movies that have different um, actors, whether it's Chinese, Japanese, Korean, <laughs> um, just different ones that aren't about the same thing that we always try to put them on. Always Be My Maybe. Always Be My Maybe, yeah. Call Me Maybe is a song by Carly Rae Jepsen. Totally different. So, like, I so I, I see it's on that same vein. Like, I, Crazy Rich Agent was just a start. Mm-hmm. And that's why the support. And it's, it's like Black Panther was a start. Mm-hmm. With like, like, you had all the movies. Black Panther was the first one. Like, all right, this is an all-black movie. Y'all gonna support this. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Black Panther, they got some nerve talking about 2021 or 20. What is it they say? 2021? I think it's next year. I thought it was next year. I thought it was 2021. Hold it was, on. If it's, if it's next year, as soon as we find a date, we're going to just keep, keep in mind. We're going to rent We're buying out the theater. We're buying out the theater. Hope you all get some tickets from us. Yes, because we, 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 it's going to be this. lit. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna rock out. Yes. We'll host, we'll host the event and everything. 2022. Seriously? I could be dead by then. Knock on wood. But I really, like three years, my dude. May 6, 2022. They got to push this thing up and stop playing with us, Ryan Coogler. <laughs> Shoot, by the time 2022 come around, I might not even remember what the original storyline even was. I'm like, is, is there any other black superheroes that can up down and push? What's, what's happening? Yeah, they got to stop playing with us. Because I know they're trying to do the, um, the what's that other dude? The um, Falcon. The Falcon in the um, Winter Soldier movie, um, um, TV series. Oh, okay, because I, I'm absolutely not going to go see Anthony Mackie in a theater, like, <laughs> as the lead person. I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I, I don't care enough about his Marvel character to go do that. I'm sorry. I don't. That's right. I'm just being honest. Like, I, uh, I'm not going to do it. Unless the child is showing up. I don't know why. What I'm coming for. For what? To see what? No. Just being honest. That's right. No shade to Anthony. Just, um, it's just not what I'm going like, to do. But, like, I don't know any other... Well, the black superheroes with it, like they might. I heard they're gonna do um Black Adam. What's this? Oh, okay. That's what that's what the Rock I think. Okay, when you said Adam, I was thinking like Adam and Eve, but I'm like Adam, like A T O M. See, it's different. Yeah, Black Adam, I think it's with the Rock. Oh, okay. Well, is he black? The Rock or? You said black superheroes, and then you named the Rock. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. He's not white. But is he black though? He is. I know he's like Samoan slash Hawaiian. Yeah, I'm about to say I'm like I'm like black. I don't know. I, I think people I, think I, of I, him I, as I, black. I, I researched it, like, I, and and that's why I said that because well, how people view him. That's kind of like where I was going with it. Like some people think of him as black. I don't know if he he sits with us though. Hold on, let me get on the Wikipedia and see what they said. 
So Wikipedia say, I guess his name is Dwayne. He got to be black somewhere because, you know, people don't just name their kids Dwayne. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be honest, that's not what they do. Um, it's the truth. It's the truth.com. He's half black and half Samoan. His okay. father, Rocky Samoan. John. Samoan. 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 I know this from 90 Day Fiance. Oh, because Samoan. one of the, one of the girls from that was on the show, the family was from there, and they said they pronounced it Samoa. Okay. And um, yeah, I was actually looking at a comic and was like, how the people from the country pronounce it one way. We, we look at it like, no, no, that's how we pronounce it. It says something else. Like I never knew that's how they said it till I saw the 90 Day Fiance because the girl, the girl's father didn't like. He was sort of like a, a what do you call it, self hater. And so he was mad that his daughter was marrying somebody from the actual like yeah. country, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't like, I don't, you know, I wish she would have married somebody American and not someone from Samoa." And I was like, "What is Samoa?" Yeah, but <laughs> I said, "But he's from there, so he should know how they say it." Yeah, like I'm gonna cer- trust him. <laughs> like cer- certain things, I'm, I'm I'm trying to like to fix my language and say anything, mm-hmm. like um like zebra. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> whatever. Because <laughs> y'all gonna get zebra, and y'all gonna be all right. Because I think um. Trevor Noah was doing that. Mm-hmm. But he was like, it's a zebra. And everybody was looking like, oh, zebra. He was like, you don't have them. You don't name them. <laughs> I was like, you're right. <laughs> I was like, you're right. Valid. It's about statement. We don't have those here. So whatever whatever y'all call them over there in Africa, that's what we'll go with. Yeah. Whatever y'all call them. Um, it's like um, España. Mm-hmm. They call it España. Why do we? How do you just come with Spain? How do we, I don't know. We just. I don't know. <laughs> how we come? How come we just, just change the name? How we just? Well, you know, we just had to. <laughs> you know, people wasn't gonna run around here just saying España all day. You know, we wasn't gonna do that. <laughs> Nobody was gonna say it right first of all. So Spain probably was like, "Look, guys, just say Spain. It's fine. Just we'll do." It was like Spain. We were like Spain. <laughs> they were like, "No, we said España." He was like, a "Spain." We'll call you, okay, we, fine. We, we call you Spain. Fine, we'll take we'll take it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> we call you Spain. That's fine. We're gonna go to Spain. That's 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 one hundred percent fine. That is that's that's fine. Um, probably exactly how it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, sometimes it's, it's just it's like it's like baloney. Yeah. Imagine my confusion as a kid. <laughs> it's Bologna. I think I it's Bologna. Bologna. Yeah. I was like, but how do you say how you get baloney from that? Is what it's, I'm trying. It's to baloney. Like, and I feel like they said it like that. It's baloney. I'm like, no. It's, def- it's definitely a dude from New York. It's def- I- definitely a dude from Staten Island. It's like, it's baloney. Like, like, <laughs> okay, so I'm thinking, here's what I'm thinking. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like, there was like, it's baloney. And some of Staten Island was like this, baloney. Got it, baloney. <laughs> so if I remember correctly, I took Italian in college. When you pluralize something that ends in an A, it becomes an I. So maybe they're saying the plural, which is bologna, which is where I guess bologna comes from. However, when they write it down, they write it down with the A. Bologna. So it confuses people. But maybe they're using the I. But people don't say plural. They say it for one. I'm just trying to make sense of it. They they don't be like, I want multiple bologna. They're like, bologna. Put one bologna. Bologna on my sandwich. Bologna. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, I'm just trying to use the education that I paid for at Hofstra University to help make sense of why they might have been doing this. Something from Staten Island made it up. I'm pretty sure it is. Wow, the Staten Island slander is so real. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. It's it's plausible. It's plausible. I'm not... I'm pretty positive. I'm not willing to not throw the one in the bus over this. Uh, Might be them. It's 100% possible that it might be be them, for sure. All right. Um, Anything else on this topic, though? Um, nah, just generally that Hollywood needs to get it together. Pull it together. 
Yes. Get it together. Yes. Word, word, word. Word. Right. Um, actually, that was great because uh, moving into our music spotlight, uh, this week I want to talk about India Avery Simpson, also known as India Avery. Anybody who knows me knows that I stand India Avery like she is amazing. Um, if you do not know who she is, she's been around now for the better half of 20 years. Um, she came out back in, I believe, like 2000 or 2001 with um, video. Um, and it was basically, you know, talking about, you know, black woman empowerment and not feeling like you have to be like the video girls who not for nothing. If you look at old videos, the video girls actually look normal. <laughs> like they look regular. Like today, like the video girls of the early 2000s were regular looking. They, they were the average woman. They were pretty, but they were regular looking. Today's video girls got all types of enhanced body parts. They look nuts. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what we need to be doing our cautionary yeah. tales against. But India Ari has very much been um, a positive um, kind of dirty backpacker, uh, hippie girl, hippie black girl vibe. Funny, funny thing. I, I think I, I, um, I talked about this in reference to... Um, her, Eric Badu, Dirty Backpackers, a few of them. They are very like progressive to early two thousand standards only. Yeah, they're not progressive to today's standards. Yeah, but I don't know about India specifically, but I know Erica definitely. I'm talking me... about like their songs and like how they. Yeah. Because like, because you know. I'm not going too much into it. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> but they're, 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 they're like, their songs are not progressive to today's standards. That no, is the part of it. No. Yeah, Raphael Sadiq, same thing. They're not progressive to today's standards if you listen to their songs back then. Yeah, agreed. Um, yes, but Miss India Ari, she came out in 2001 with the song Video. Um, the album was called Acoustic Soul. Uh, she got nominated for, I believe, seven Grammys uh, that year because that album is hot fire. It had, like, basically all the NDRE songs that you know. Video, um, Brown Skin, Strength, Courage, and Wisdom, Ready for Love, like, those those types yeah. of bombs. If, if she's in my video now, people are just, she's, she's trying to limit the woman's body. Yes, she's trying to police women's bodies. She's... Yeah, like I'm saying, like, get... <laughs> all right, that's P- enough. People are different now. Yeah, like, back then, this was a, oh, you don't have to, like, do all the most, like, these uh, video girls and try to do all the stuff to look like them. You can just be you. Um, it's very, like, you know, in the words of Joe Budden, uh, very neo-soul, um, H-O-E. Um, <laughs> the album is definitely, like, looking at the album cover, you absolutely know that India Ari bays with Black Soap. And um, uses shea butter and other essential right. oils to lotion her body and her hair. And she burns incense at her house. And, you know, she just gives you, like, you know, female Hotepian vibes a little bit. <laughs> female Hotepian? I mean, listen, there's levels. Um, <laughs> but her voice to me, like, as a singer, Indy Ari's voice is, like, just butter. It's beautiful. Like, the, the, the low note she can hit the high notes she can hit, like the tone of her voice, like it's just, oh, sickening. Yeah, you've sung many songs. Yes. I love India Ari. She is my absolute, like, outside of Whitney Houston and Brandy, like one of my absolute favorite singers. Um, I actually got to see her in person like two or three years ago and like, that lady sings live, okay? A lot of you girls be out here auto-tuning it and uh, lip-syncing it, but in the words of Prince, India Ari's mic is always on. Okay. (laughs) 
get into it. Her, her mic is always on. But anyway, so 2001, she put out Acoustic Soul with some of the songs that I mentioned. Uh, she got nominated for seven Grammys. Uh, she picked a bad time to come out with an album because that's when Alicia Keys came out with the album as well. Um, song, what is it? Songs in the key of minor of A. Songs of A minor, something like that. Something like that. You know what I'm, you know. And so Alicia Keys and her were basically nominated in all the same categories. And so Alicia won um, all the awards that night. She was the star of the night, and Indiari got no awards. And I remember back then, it was like this big controversy because they were like, oh, they're building up the light-skinned woman and, like, mm-hmm. you know, leaving the dark-skinned woman for dead, da 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 So it was like a whole big, you know, whatever, whatever about that. Um, like, I, I think if you look, if you think about how we view... Um, the music industry now, it makes sense from back then. Yeah. Because back then, Alicia Keys was just more poppy. Yeah. She had more poppy records for all audiences. Yeah, and, I told and, you, and, India, India was giving India, me, like, India open was, mic, India was talking opera, to us. incense vibes. And Indiari was just talking to us. Yeah, she was, and she was specifically talking to the neo-soul... Yeah, she was talking to us. Um, incense burning, shea butter wearing. Yeah, just and Alicia Keys is more universal. That's yeah. not, 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 it's not a knock, but she, she's just more. They were able to, and I do think that the fact that Alicia is lighter skinned and yeah, that, that, we, that, that, we, that plays into it. Also. We have a the music industry in general has, uh, in my opinion, an obsession with the ambiguous looking girls. Yeah, if, like, you, if you if you don't if you don't really look like a certain race. They like that. Yeah, they like that. And Indy Ari was 100% black. She was dark-skinned. She had natural hair. Like, she's the type of person, like, if Indy Ari were to come out now, I feel like people would be like, oh, my God, she's amazing. Yeah. But back then it was like, oh, what's all this you got going on here? Because this was the era of the TLCs and the Destiny's Child. Like, somebody that looked like Indy Ari was definitely, like, a, an oddity. Correct. Almost. Correct. Um, but her music is banging. She put out um, Voyage to India the following year with Little Things, um, The Truth, um, Get It Together, which I just gave you a little ditty of before, um, Can I Walk With You, um, like so many songs. Like her albums are legit, like back to front, like just great listens. Um, and that one actually won her, I believe, uh, one or two Grammys uh, that year. And one of the songs, I think, uh, Get It Together was in uh, one of the movies, Shark Tales, Finding Dory, one of them. It was lit. I was like, come through India on the, on the, uh, on the movie, Hollywood movie soundtrack. Yes, yeah, sis. Um, then she kind of took a little hiatus, put out uh, an album in 20, 2006, one in 2009. She did one in 2013. She did um, a Christmas album. She did one recently. Yeah. Um, the one that she put out in, uh, I think my favorite one, my favorite Indiari album is the Songversation one that she put out in 2013. Um, I Am Light is like the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. And like the way she sings it, like the lightness of her voice, it's just like there's something about how she sings that just like takes me. Like, ugh. Like I can, I can bump this album forever. Um, what is that song on there? Thy Will Be Done. Uh, Break the Shell, This is the Life I Know. Life I Know hits hard if you're a single woman that ain't got no kids. It, <laughs> no, because it talks about like how you have to learn to be content with the fact that your life isn't going the way it's quote-unquote supposed to according to timelines. So it's like, oh, it hits. Yeah, I think in 2013, I mean, I wasn't single, but like, you know, 
I wasn't, you know, married yet or had kids. So it just hit different back then. Um, but yeah, and Indiari is a great songwriter. The, the way she writes songs is just, oh God, I love her so much. Um, she just put out an album this year, last year. Let me not be a whole liar. Um, and she had a video. Uh, That's the one with um, with uh, what's his face? Um, David Banner with the gray hair. David Banner, yes. Yeah. And they were looking very coupley, and I needed somebody to explain to me what was happening. Yes, the album that she put out was called Worthy, um, on uh, in 2019, which is this year, and uh, she did the video with um, David Banner, and it was very, very, very sexy. They kissed. I was very excited about that. I was like, I hope they're a real couple, but I don't they're, know. they're not. It hurt my feelings because <laughs> um, I was really um, really open. Really hoping that that was going to be a vibe. That's a hotep couple. Yeah, woo cha. It's a hotep couple. Two strong hoteps can't can't go together. Nothing will get done. We've seen what happened with Andre and Erica. Hmm. Yeah, two hotep couple, two, two couples don't don't work well. Yeah, no. Somebody got to just be relaxed <laughs> in this hotep situation. Two hotep people they, they just somebody somebody has to be like, all right, can we just chill? Somebody got to chill. <laughs> Relax. Somebody got to chill out. Yeah. Um, honestly, um, Indiari is just life. Like, just get into her vocals. Like, get into her live videos on like uh, YouTube and stuff like that. Like when she sings with like Stevie Wonder. I remember there was a performance she did with Jonathan McReynolds, and she played the flute. And he said, "Oh my God, it was just oh musical excellence." Um, her song "Pearls." Oh God, takes me, takes me. It won a Grammy. Uh, oh gosh, it takes me. Like she has so many songs. Like just go listen to all her albums. You'll be really, 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 really blessed um, by her music because she's the bomb. dot com, um, and I aspire to be as popping as her. One Word. Day. Yes. Um, get into India. She's great. You won't regret it. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's that's what I had for my uh, music spotlight this week. Um, what else do we have on our agenda? Speaking of like Shea Butter singers, um, Ari Lennox, uh, she is part of the Dreamville like collective, I believe, or she's like adjacent to them. Yes, she is on Dreamville. She's the first woman to be signed to Dreamville. Um, her name is Ari Lennox. Uh, her real name is not Ari or Lennox. I don't know where she got that from. But um, <laughs> she, her album that she just put out um, this in May of this year is called Shea Butter Baby. And she gives me, like, new age India Ari vibes. Um, I don't think she's as great a singer as her. But, like, there's something about, like, the vibe that she, she has that gives me um, India Ari um, esque vibes. So basically, Ari put out this Shea Butter album, and she's been getting a lot of shine for it. I've seen her name on like festivals and stuff like that. So she's out here living her best life. Um, so basically, what happened a couple of not weeks ago, maybe like last week sometime. Yeah, last week sometime. Um, I was on the Shade Room. Don't judge me. The Shade Room is a very Informative site for um, the most recent and up-to-date current events in the entertainment world. I don't know why, but that's just the truth. Um, So Ari Lennox posted on Twitter um, and said, Please, if you don't support LGBTQ community, you don't support me. You don't support my family and the people I love. So all you delusional and fake religious slash self-righteous weirdos, unfollow and unsubscribe. So that started off a tweet storm um, between her and, I guess, people 
um, that follow her on the socials, like regular people. Um, and she talked about how, you know, peop- she basically believes that um, she doesn't understand why people don't or how people don't agree with the lifestyle, the LGBT lifestyle. And she doesn't understand, you know, why um, people are so caught up in the idea that um, you have to have a, a traumatic experience to be gay. She believes people are born that way. She hates people who hate gay people. Um, she said, if there is a God, I believe he made us in his image and made no mistakes. She also said, I don't believe in the gay agenda. No one can alter what is already innate. No religion or media or bully can convince me that true love is unnatural. And she also spoke about a personal experience about why she feels this way. Um, her sister she has a sister who got married to a woman and family members didn't show up to the wedding because of their belief based on religion and media or whatever that um, gay relationships are wrong. So basically um, people, you know, took it to be, oh, she's an atheist and she's a, like people just took it to the extreme and it was like a whole lot of back and forth. And she just was like, like I said, if you, if you are a non-supporter of this particular community, I have personal strong feelings about this. You don't have to partake in my music. And I go ahead. Yeah. I, I think, um, she has a, I guess she has a right to say how she feels about it. Right. And she also has a right to say like, I don't want I don't want people who don't believe in what I believe in to support me, which she can't control who supports you, but she can at least say how she feels about it. Um, and I, I I think that um, on the people on the other side, I think that the conversation is always put badly because <laughs> it's, it's, it's just because like even if you didn't support LGBTQ, you can still understand why she's upset if, like, based off of her experience. So you can still understand, like, her experience as um, from her family, from her siblings, of, like, just seeing people not being there for her family and how her her frustration about that. You can... If you... if. Uh, and that's and that's where always the um the argument goes goes left. Yeah. The argument always goes left in that instance because it's like you can't even be, be compassionate right <laughs> regardless of your views. You still can't be compassionate about human emotion. And I think that's where the always it's always it's that's why it's never it's always a um an impasse and it's never a productive conversation. Yeah. Like one of these days on this podcast, we're going to get into the deep dive about our feelings about this. Yeah. Um, not, not today. Not today. Not today. Because we'll be here, we'll be here <laughs> all day long. Not today. And some of y'all might unfollow us by the time we get done. Yeah. But um, I I felt like, okay, I mean, if that's how you feel, Miss Ari, that's it. That's it. And that's all. And, you know, people were in the comments, like, because I actually looked at the the thread of, of tweets and people were like, uh, I don't understand why you have to force it down our throats. Why can't you just make your music? Da, 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 da. And I was just like, all right, I got to get. She, she, she just said, this is this is my stance on this matter. If you don't agree with that, go on somewhere. And and, and she said the response was because of what happened with her sister. And yeah, so, because of so my like, personal was, feeling, my personal family situation. These are the feelings I have. 
like if you have, if you this have, is why I feel so strong. If you want to have a different it. conversation about people always announcing stuff on social media, that's a different conversation. Right. <laughs> I understand that conversation. Like people need to stop just announcing everything on social media. That's a different yeah. conversation. But um, where it comes from is just a place of frustration. Yeah. It comes from a place of frustration where she's feel, she's looking at her sibling, um, sad because people didn't are because not family there. members aren't family members are there and she's responding to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I also, you know, it's also interesting, you know, because um, Crystal from the Read um, podcast, that's literally like one of if, one of the, if not the most well-known like black podcast that exists um, today. Um, and they've really paved the way for a lot of us to podcast. Um, so Crystal and um, Kid Fury, they're the co-hosts of the Read. Um, and they're both, they both are part of the LGBTQIA plus, 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 because they got mad letters and things now. Um, community. And... In the last episode of the of the Reed podcast, I think Crystal revealed that she no longer talks to her father because her father does not support the fact that she is gay slash bisexual, and it's just like this is nuts to me. And we will we will get into this conversation one day, but like it, to, it, to me, it just seemed nuts because I'm like, your daughter has been like on this huge platform doing what she's been doing for all these years. It's like what's she didn't just start like she said she was gay from since in high school so it's like I'm I don't know the whole family dynamic but I just think it's interesting that you know even someone of her and she's not like a A A-lister or anything like that but she's fairly well known in you know entertainment circles like they're about to get a TV show so I mean the fact that you know her family member she feels like she had to cut a parent off or a parent cut her off because of their views is insane. Yeah, like, I can't... It is hard to listen to your views on certain things if you can't, at first, be compassionate about human emotion. Yeah. If you can't be compassionate about human emotion, I can't... We can't even have this conversation. We can't even talk about everything. Like, if you can't even, like, get past yourself and just understand human emotion, understand fear, understand disappointment, understand... (laughs) Rejection. Rejection. Like, if, if you can't even understand that, then how can we have this conversation? We cannot. Plot twist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, you know, LGBTQIA++ issues. Um, so Kevin Hart, who we're going to talk about in a second, um, was on some panel or something like that with Lil Nas X. And people are roasting Kevin because I guess Lil Nas X said, you know, he felt like he needed to come out and say that he was gay and, like, it was a big deal for him because I guess where he's from in, what, Tennessee or wherever it is he's from, like, that's still not a an accepted or widely practiced or whatever you want to call it. It's just not as progressive as some other places, I guess. Word. And so I think Kevin Hart's response was something to the effect of... He said, so what? So what? And people have been roasting him about that ever since. Uh, what are your thoughts, Mark? So, number one, Lil Nas X is twenty years old. Yeah, he's a he's a baby. <laughs> he's twenty. Oh, he's from Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, he's twenty. So he is twenty, and it is if someone um is trying going to say something that they they believe that a lot of people reject, and like I said, be, like we were just talking about, people get rejected in their family. People reject it all the time for saying certain things or um, 
um, saying how their view on certain things are getting rejected left and right. Mm-hmm. I understand why people have pause about it. Um, what I got got from it is like I guess like Kevin Hart's stance was he was basically trying to say, um, so what people are homosexual all around, and I think from um, from um, from not seeing the um, the stuff that they go through. You're, that's where I think that's where his stance comes from because he he doesn't all he sees is that like the constant people talking about um pride LGBTQ the pride parades and he says like oh it must be acceptable everywhere which right. he's probably not in touch with a lot of things so he's probably thinking acceptable everywhere why, why like right because so Hollywood my, where he is is you know there's a lot of gay like writers and producers and 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 movie financiers and all that. so to him in his mind in his mind it, it, the world this is, the, the world the world is everybody like does this, world, this is the fine. world is like that right. so i don't understand what what um what their concern is right and everything not accounting for so many states so many areas where people are dying and even people are getting even even the harassed. even like, the it's, it's happening all the time right and even the rap community in and of itself like if we want to yeah. talk, if we want to talk about not progressive, the music industry and specifically rap community is not that progressive at all. Like it's still a situation where today, if you accuse somebody of being gay or liking transgender um, individuals or anything like that, is is warrants for hands and feet to be placed on somebody. Like it's still not acceptable for a rapper to come out as gay. Like. And Lil Nas X to me is not considered by the overall general rap community as a rapper. Like I, I think he's considered a rapper. I think he's just more pop artist. Yeah, like I don't think he's just more popular. But I think he's considered a rapper. I like when he, I say he, considered a rapper, I don't think that you know the Jay Z's, the Nas's, the the Fifty Cents, the those they, those guys aren't looking at him. Oh, he's a rapper. They're not. That's your New York bias again, but okay, whatever, whatever. <laughs> okay, Ti and them and Jeezy and them. I don't think they're looking at him as like a rapper, rapper. But still, it's like to to be a black man and to express that you are gay or bisexual or whatever the case is is still a big deal, um, regardless of how how progressive things may seem in other parts of the world. So I think um, the way Kevin Hart was kind of being like. What? What? What are you talking about? Why is that a, like it just it came off very it came like off, demeaning. It came off like, very insensitive to and, what insensitive he, to, to what um Lil Nas X Yeah, like I don't I, I, I don't say. think he was trying to be offensive, but because he was he seemed de- um tone deaf. Yeah, it, he, yeah. he just seemed tone deaf to like Jay Z. We're gonna move on. Um what? <laughs> he seemed tone deaf to what is going on. Mm-hmm. Um to what um to things that were that were happening and I think that 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 is what the um the concern was right and then and then that and I, I think I think that I think that's why it's so much backlash but like um and that and coupled he, with the whole like Oscars correct. controversy so it, it, and that it, I think yeah I'm it just say, added it, 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 more it combines fuel with to other that, things he was saying before yeah to that to that idea that you know Kevin Hart is like homophobic something or another yeah because like pe- people in that community are, are, are literally dying yes literally all the time. like literally. people are literally dying all the time for for that reason right like i th- i think there's like I, I i saw like the number of cases 
violent cases against them for the for this year, mm-hmm. and I, th- I think that number was outstanding. Yeah. outstanding. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. C- you can talk. Yeah, um, this woman, I can't remember her name, um, a transgender woman, she's like, I think a writer in the um, Hollywood scene, and there's a movie coming out with Matt Bomer and some other person who I can't think of right now, um, where... Matt Bomer, where one of them is playing, they're a straight man, but they're playing a transgender woman. And she writes about how much of, how problematic it is to have a straight man play a transgender woman. Not just because, you know, the opportunity for an actual transgender person to play the role was, you know, kind of eliminated, but the fact that, you know, movies like that trigger people's, um, I guess, uncomfortable feelings about being attracted to transgender individuals, which leads to them perpetuating violence because they conflate their attraction to a transgender person with a question about their own sexuality and whether they're gay or not. So she literally, you know, I'm not explaining it well or as well as she did, but like in a series of tweets, she basically broke down how these like unintentionally harmful or maybe intentionally who knows messages about like transgender folks especially when they come from straight white men um create a violent a more violent um experience for transgender um individuals word specifically transgender women so i i just you know i I think she quoted some numbers too and it was like nuts how much violence exists against um transgender um women specifically yeah, I don't. It, it doesn't. It, it, doesn't, it goes far back, so I can't do this year. But it says, for instance, two thousand seven, twelve hundred sixty-five LGBT hate crimes were reported to the FBI. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a six percent increase from the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, I believe it's a lot higher. I wish I had that number. If, I, if, if it comes across, I'll do it. But the numbers are very high. Yeah. In yeah. terms of um, hate crimes and violent hate crimes, not just like through words, but violent hate crimes against um, mm-hmm. LGBTQ people. Yeah, because people, people, like I said, like the woman said, like people, people don't know how to process their feelings about their potential attraction to someone who's transgender. And so their, their, their reactions are violent, and the violence is often against the actual like transgender person. Um, and, and and especially and even in other countries, even if like you'll say like oh you're not in that country, but even in other countries like in Brazil they said 380 murders mm-hmm. happened in 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because LGBT. people people just are fearful, and not just of the transgender person themselves, but of what it means that the person even exists. Like they're just fearful, and so they're just killing them, which is nuts.com, which you know again leads me to no one chooses this i'll tell you that um but speaking of um kevin hart um i have some questions i had questions last week and i this week has gone by and i still have more and 17 people have been fatally shot or killed by violent means in 2019 already okay 17 and that's probably a a grossly underreported number yeah um so yeah so kevin hart got in this car accident and there have been varying reports about what may or may not have happened what I find interesting about this is that, A, no statement has been made officially by Kevin himself, his wife, or anybody 
around him. His wife made like some random. She was outside the hospital and TMZ caught up to her. But that that ain't no statement in my eyes. I, I heard like they put the phone call in like she sound, I don't know. And then the other thing is, I haven't seen a lot of celebrities. If I haven't seen anybody of the celebrities that I follow on my timeline posting any get well soon, stay up man, praying for you. I haven't seen anything. It is radio silence. For what's going, what is happening? I yeah. need somebody to explain to me. It's ca- like I, I'm not trying to think the worst, but like, what are y'all hiding? Like, what is what is really going on? Yeah, and I, y'all I, are hiding something because it is what, radio what, silence. But what I also heard is you're pretty, you're you're pretty sure you're not gonna hear anything. You're probably not gonna. <laughs> you're probably not gonna. You're not gonna hear anything. But I'm just like, you know what? But people are gonna get to the bottom of it though. No, I don't, I don't know. No, people will because here's the thing. <laughs> the the reason that people will get to the bottom of it is because Kevin Hart has spent a lot of time putting up this image of being this like perfect wholesome guy. And I think when you do that, people feel in their minds like, "Oh, there's something, something up with something's you. Wrong. Something's wrong with you." So like when that whole thing happened where they found out he was cheating on his wife, like people people, people relished could, could, in that. Could not wait. Could not wait. They could not wait. And so to see that he was in this car crash and they're being so cagey about everything that's going on, you better believe that there's some sleuths out there digging around right now to find out what happened to him. He's going to do his darndest to to pay people to keep it quiet. But, like, there's so many things about the story that sound super suspicious. And then the fact that literally no one has talked about this. Like, not one celebrity has gotten on the Internet and said, you know, praying for you, Kev. Hope you pull through. Tiffany has it, but that's it, though. I haven't seen, but maybe I don't follow her on the socials, but I'm like, I haven't seen any of the other celebrities that I follow on social media, like, say anything about it. And even when it comes to, like, news reports, like, it's very, very, like, limited. Like, TMZ is saying stuff, but, like, nobody else is really talking about it. And I feel like that's intentional. For a star as big as Kevin Hart, for there not to be more news coverage about this, it's intentional. Like, something is being hidden. I saw somewhere on the internet that people are like, oh, he kept coming from the LGBT community and somebody got him. I'm like, oop, oop, I hope I hope that's not what happened. But, you know, it it the situation does look super suspicious. And I I have some questions. I I would like to know what happened, what the true story is, like cuz they keep saying he had back surgery, he had back injuries. I'm like, but is he paralyzed? Can I, he walk? I, like, I, what's I, happening? I, I think he's they said he's walking. I I think the big thing is um, I'm not sure if he was actually in the passenger seat. That's what I'm trying to say. Right, like I, that's that, and I think that's. I think I think that's. I think that's what the big thing is. I think the big thing is was he in the passenger seat or not? Mm-hmm. Because um, I think that I think that might be the the main thing, because like he, they got picked up before anything was in. <laughs> like nobody know where anybody was sitting. Mm-hmm. You don't hear nothing about the two other people. Yeah. Like, like I heard that that call was crazy, and apparently everybody's fine. So yeah, I'm like, I, there's so many questions, and nobody's answering them. So, it's 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 a lot of stuff. Yes, uh, ain't nobody got time. Yeah, ain't nobody got a lick of time. No, 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 just no. Um, so I'm waiting to see what what the car and the car had like not didn't because it was an older car didn't have all the safety mm-hmm. function it should have. Right, like y'all is y'all is not telling the truth about something, and the more the more quiet y'all get, the more suspicious it looks. Uh, so I don't. I, don't I, I, I think he's in a lot of pain. 
I, I think they're understating how much pain he's in, probably. Right. Like, I think they're very seriously underscoring how how damaged he really is. Yeah. Because I'm like, the way that car looks, like, if he made it out of there, he's got some sustained, some seriously sustainable. Uh, yeah. He sustained some serious damage. But I think they're underplaying, they're underplaying it because, I mean, and, you know, he probably has a lot of projects in the works and stuff like that. So they don't want to alarm people who are in business with him about his ability to yeah. continue to that, do that, his job. I know. That, that's, a, that's a business Hollywood thing. So, like, yeah. they, 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 I want, they, he want people to step in and be like, oh, you can't do this? Let me just, Let me just pull back. Da, 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 but. Yeah. Yeah, the, the situation looks uh, looks very suspicious. Yeah. It's, it's probably messing with his business dealings a little bit, so it's probably what it is. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. More will be revealed. More, More will be revealed. be revealed. And I will be ready to sip the piping hot tea when it does get revealed. That's fine. Because, um, you know, I want to know the things. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about. You want to do Netflix this week yes. in random? This week in random. So Netflix um, apparently is attempting to stray away from the uh, binging um, method of releasing episodes, i.e. where they will put the whole season up at one time and you can just sit and watch 13 episodes of Stranger Things or whatever it is you watch on Netflix with Reckless Abandon. Apparently, what they want to do is kind of move to an episodic model where they release an episode a week. Let me be very clear, Netflix. Disney already took their content. Um, y'all already charging us like $15. Yes, it's going up. It's crazy. it's crazy. For, you know, 50% of the content you were able to keep. And now you think I'm about to sit up here and carry on with you like I don't have cable? Nah, sis, if you think that you're about to release an episode a week on me, you got me confused, girl. I ain't going to do it. I ain't yeah. going to do it. The point of you is so I can sit and watch all the episodes at once. This is a terrible idea. I know that y'all trying, y'all hemorrhaging money and y'all trying to figure some things out, but this is not a good plan. Yeah. No. Like, like I, I, I get it. I get why they're doing it, because they want people to, like, to keep coming back. Right. They want people to keep, they come want back. the clicks. I get they want it. want people to keep coming back every week. I get it. I understand, but I'm not. I'm not yeah. gonna do it. You, you might have to. You might have to sell yourself. <laughs> right, like another company. Sell yourself to Disney. <laughs> right, like joint, like get down or lay down. But yeah. I'm not. Which, I'm, which I understand why you, you don't want to do that because, like, like I said, I, I think, um, I think Netflix, if Netflix started like trying to market themselves as people who are not like the other studios, maybe that might work. Mm-hmm. They had to like get a marketing plan with that. Maybe that will be a different thing. Yep. Maybe 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 that's their marketing strategy. They need to start that marketing strategy. Of show we're not like the we're not like the major studios. We're, we do more indie. Yeah, maybe I, I I don't know what they maybe, maybe that's the best way they can. But get what I what I do know is that for fifteen dollars a month, I want all the episodes uploaded at once. I don't feel like I'm asking for too much here. Because <laughs> um, girl, I could just sit up here with a little CBS, the ABC, and whatever else I got going on. And just do that. Honestly, truly. Yeah, like they they have some good content, but like like I said, I, I think how they thrive right now is comedy specials. Yeah, that's how, I mean, that, that's how they thrive right now. Yeah, they got. I mean, you know, they're they've they, got they, some, they have some good content. I'm yeah, not they have they some don't. good like you know, uh, what's the word I'm but for? Th- original content. Yeah, but I think how they're thriving right now are the comedy specials. But the, the comedy specials are a one and done. Right. Um, like, and so and someone made a comment, which is true. It's like I understand why they would do a week. Only because it's like, imagine putting your, like, taking like two or three years mm-hmm. or more to put together a whole season of a thing, and someone just takes a weekend and watches the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, listen. I understand why you'd be upset about that. I get it. 
But you're, yeah, but they're the ones who started that. They're the ones I, who I gave know. me the ability. To, I'm just saying. No backsies. No backsies. No backsies. <laughs> no backsies. I'm not going with this. No backsies. Because when Frankie and Grace come back, I'm binging that bad boy. I'm not sitting up here Wednesdays at nine to watch it. I'm not. I'm going to watch it when I feel like it. Don't play with me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very triggered by this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think they should do it. They should just relax. Like, Word. yes, Frankie and Grace, by the way, for those of you who watch the show, it's really, really good. Um, it comes back on in January of 2020. So, yay! Frankie and Grace stars um, Lily Tomlin and James Fonda. Um, it's actually a show I didn't think I would like, but I also like Golden Girls, so I guess I would enjoy a show with two um, older um, white women as the leads. Because, you know, whatever. Good show, though. Great. <laughs> Great show. Um, yeah. Anyway. Moving on. Um, so speaking of movies and, you know, we were talking earlier about like, you know, black, black uh, bankability. Um, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are coming back for Bad Boys 3. Um, it's coming out in January of 2020. Word. January 17th, I believe. MLK weekend. Power to the black man. Um, it's going to be... Uh, oh, that's why they, they took the Black Panther slot. <laughs> yeah, they took the Black Panther slot. They said, all right, that ain't no problem. No, no, no. Black Panther came out during Black History Month. Yes, you're right. It came out in February. Right, right. Um, but yes, I saw the trailer for Bad Boy 3. It came out, I think, last Wednesday or Thursday. Um, it's called Bad Boys for Life. Um, it's coming out January 17th, 2020. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Like, Like... Because it they, only they, took they, them like they, they have to change. I know they have to change it up a lot. Fifteen years, they got to change it up a lot. They can't do the same jokes. No, no, no. But one of the trailers is funny. Um, one of the scenes in the trailer is funny, where like the new recruits are singing the bad boys, bad boy. What you gonna do? And and just the way they stopped and they're like, Mm-mm, that's not it. That's not how you do it. No, thank you. No, 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 no. It's funny. And Martin Lawrence is one of my favorite comedians, so I'm ready to get my kiki on. I can't wait. It looks interesting. I'm not going to lie and be like, oh, I definitely know what this storyline is about because I don't know, but I'm going to go watch it. You usually don't know too. you watch the movie anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I'm ready. I can't wait to see it. And a lot of people don't watch it for the storyline. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Like, the storyline is usually okay. It's not like a terrible storyline, but people don't usually watch, people watch for the jokes and action. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm not interested. Um, so um, what's her name? Teresa Randall will be returning as... Uh, uh, what's his name's wife um, what's his name Martin Lawrence's wife she'll okay. be back um, DJ Khaled is also in it as Manny the Butcher so why not that'll be interesting to see um, is he gonna be like Manny the Butcher Manny the Butcher I'm not doing it <laughs> Y'all have... the best Manny the Butcher I'm not doing that he's not gonna, he's not gonna, he's not gonna do no. Manny the Butcher no yeah. Absolutely not. No, ma'am. No, sir. No. No. Y'all better have got Catalyst some acting lessons because I'm not coming there to hear him. We the best me to death. You're not going to have Manny the Butcher? No. He walked past you. Who you? Manny the Butcher. I don't have time. You're going to stop screaming <laughs> Manny the Butcher in my ear, too. I don't have time. I don't want it from you, and I don't want it from him either. No. Thank you. Okay. No. No. Just no, okay? No, I don't want that. Word, word, word. Um, speaking of things that people don't want, um, Nicki Minaj feels that people don't want her music, so she is retiring, allegedly, according to the internet. Uh, she tweeted um, last week saying that she is going to retire from music to start a family, and because the people on the internet are garbage, the responses were, okay. 
So and retire from what? Like people were dragging I, I, it to the death. I was like, y'all ain't got to do Nikki like this. On one side, I'll say this. Do, question: Do you believe that she will retire? And what, what does retirement look for Nikki to you? I feel what because reti- re- I don't feel like she's retiring. Like she's just done with being Nicki Minaj, and she's just gonna go back to being Onika Mirage. Like she's no. just gonna be regular. I don't believe that. I think she do. I do, I think she could probably do a podcast more. Yes, she. I feel like she would probably do her radio show or podcast or whatever it is she does more. Um, it seems like she's moving into fashion because a lot of her posts this week have been. I guess she has some like collaboration with Fendi okay. so she's posted a lot of uh, pics um, on Instagram with her modeling some of the clothes that I guess she's worked on with them so I feel like she's going to be moving more towards like media stat slash fashion stuff I mean I, I don't know if I think she'll give up rap entirely but I don't think that it's something that she's going to be doing as her primary like thing. Yeah, I, I don't know if she'll be. She, I think. Like, I don't know if she'll release albums. I feel like I she might say. do some features here and there, and you know, she'll yeah. Andre three thousand us to yeah, death. Yeah, she, 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 she might give us two back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she'll she's just gonna Andre three thousand us to death, pop up on some features, and just be like, well, that's been nice. I'm gonna go back over here and do yeah. this other. I would say like I I don't think that she um she's gonna stop cold turkey, but I think like in the capacity that she was in. Yeah. In terms of um, doing music, like staying in the studio all the time, stuff. Like, I think I, I don't think that's there and doing. Anymore. I because I think she said or, she she said she wants to have a family, and I think to be on tours and doing all that type of stuff all the time, that's not conducive to family life. Yeah. And to me, like you know, she does a lot and blah 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 blah. But I also feel like at her core, she's a very traditional West Indian woman, and she's gonna want to be home day to day with her kids doing regular stuff. Yeah. So and she, and she being, said, being like, in the, for yeah. it to make it happen. Yeah. And being in the studio all the time and touring here and doing this and doing that is not conducive to that if that's what she really wants. So I think, you know, she we probably will never get another album out of her. I I think I think um She might give us a remastered um, I feel like we'll jazz. get an album of her before we get an album from Joe Budden. Or Andre three thousand. Um, I feel like if she does an album, it will really just it'll be, be it'll be later on. It will be it'll, it'll be it, like it'll be like three four years from now. Yeah, it's not gonna be like oh next week. No, um, it'll be three four she, years from now. If she's serious about what she's saying, yeah, um, it won't be anything serious because I think she's very particular about like how she puts music out because I feel like she takes she doesn't like put out albums like you know every year or every other year I feel like there's a lot of space between Nicki Minaj albums let me just look it up real quick but I feel like there's a lot of space there, there, between, there's space she, she only has like three albums. or four albums right she's like she's, she's been on she, a lot she's, of, been out, she's been out for a long time yeah she's been out for a long time she's been on a lot of features she's and done a lot of different she's things she's only done like three or four albums but I don't think she has that many let me look real quick I think she might have four albums maybe five yeah. and you know she's been out since what year like uh, to, uh, 2005 maybe 2004 um, yeah she's so been out. and she and, and like four albums yeah I think she's and done, her first album was what year so let me see I want to say 2011 or 2012 um let me just look real quick and not be a whole liar so her first album was 2010 Okay. Pink so. Friday. Then she put out Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded in 2012. Then The Pink Print in 2014. And then Queen in 2018. So she's put out four albums officially. In eight years. So that's once every, one every two years. Yeah. 
And then she's done a lot of tours, though. So I think that's what makes it seem like she's put out more music. Yeah. Because she did uh, two tours in 2012. She did a tour in 2015. She did a tour in 2019. And then she's been, like, on other people's tours and doing stuff, too. So I think that, you know, it seems like she... And she's been around. Like, she, there's never and been she, a point she, where she... was active. Yeah, she's been active. But she's really only put out four albums. And so I think... And she was, and, and she was active when she, there wasn't as many... Um, women um, yeah. on the forefront as there are now. Yes, I think she has done enough to where she feels like I don't have to do any more um, music if I don't want to. Yeah, which is fine. And she, and she doesn't have to if she doesn't want to. She also, can literally, like I said, just Andre 3000 us to death and we'll be fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. Because not for nothing, I do feel like Nicki does better to me as a feature artist than... yeah. As Pro- an probably. album artist. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I like her album as much. Also, yeah. ha-ha to the barbs. Y'all, y'all do too much anyway. Why? The barbs? What did the much. barbs do? I'm not a barb, so, you know, I don't know. They, they just do a lot. They just simmer down. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Just, they just simmer down. Yeah. The barbs are almost as out of control as the um, beehive. It's just like, just simmer. Read to the lax, please. I think I laugh at... I, 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 I think... um. Certain people, um, their fan base, I laugh at. Like um, the Beehive, they're they're the most craziest one. Um, the Navy, they're they're a lot more chill. Yeah, Robin's chill. We could we, we if, hey, listen. Fine. If Robin don't say go, we good. Yeah, we good. The Navy's more chill. Um, the Barb's, they're a little extra. The Swifties, <laughs> they're just like small children. I don't. They, they do too much. They're called the Swifties? I don't know. I call them the Swifties. Okay, I got to go. <laughs> I, I can't call them the Swifties. But, I'm, but we're not going to do the Swifties. Okay? I can't call them the Swifties. No, no. And if that's the real name, we got to throw the whole thing away. Like, I'm, hand to God. They can't, they're not called, I feel like they're called the Swifties. <sighs> they better not be. Because that is... There's the Swifties. All right, let's let's wrap the podcast. Up. I'm ready to go. Look at the, the Swifties. I'm nope, like, you know, right? nope, nope. That's enough. Um, we can go. What is the tea tip for today? I'm, I'm done. I, I have had absolutely enough. The Swifties. I thought that was a joke. I just typed Taylor Swift fan base name fan base name into Google, and what it told me is that these people refer to themselves as Swifties. I have to go. They can't be called the Swifties. They don't want better for themselves. They don't want nothing out of life. They can't be Swift. What is the tea tip, Mark? <laughs> if you think I'm getting ready to sit and do this today, you've got me confused. All right, that's fine. We're not doing Swifty. Guys, um, that's how you know she's just trash. What I will and say. basic. Swifties. They couldn't call it Taylor Gang. They couldn't. There were other things, people. Not Swifties. They can call it Taylor Gang. They're, they're I know that's with Wiz Khalifa. I get it. But like, no, no. Not, like, I mean, it's they're, not a gang. They're, they're, they're not. They're not the people who are fan base for like other ones, they're not, they're not as creative as the black ones. I know, I know. Because like they, they already created a fan base because they try to compete with Beyonce, and it's not as good as it. Yeah, I know. It's not as good. It's just yeah. they, they're trying. It's it's precious. Story of our lives. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> she just went on with Kevin stage. Like got the Swifties mad. Why? Why did he get the Swifties? <laughs> I'm not. Why, what Kevin happened? Kevin got the Swifties mad. I think he said something about Taylor Swift. <laughs> they, they came on. They were talking bad about his kids and everything. They were, they was like, he was like, yo, can y'all chill? <laughs> they got some nerve. <laughs> oh, the Swifties. As base model as that girl is, Chaba. Yeah. Chaba. If you talk bad about Taylor Swift, we might get attacked by the Swifties. Bye. What was it about your 
my Fif- address. 15 to 25 year old white white woman. You can pull up. I stay in Tribeca, 70 Murray Street. What you want to do? <laughs> pull up. If you really want to see me, pull up. 70 Murray Street, New York, New York, 10007. Pull up. I'm going to say, don't give her address because that's her job address. That's right. Yeah, pull up. Pull up. <laughs> if it's really a problem. That's right. Come see me. All right. T tips. Yes. Swifties. <laughs> <laughs> so, T tips is. Um, if you are doing music, if you are doing like video, if you're doing like documentaries, if you're doing anything that requires a project, I think a lot of people, I think you have to understand the best thing to do is to create the pro- find a way to create the project yourself for nowadays. Nowadays, the best way to do is to find a way to create the project yourself and then present it as a finished product and then get money, people to pay you for that project. That is the way to do it nowadays. Before, you kind of like, you should just come with like an idea and then present the idea and like, oh, give me money to create the pro- create it. Nowadays, you might have to create the whole plan, <laughs> create the whole thing, and then present like, hey, we created we created this thing already. Here, <laughs> take this and pay us money for it. So the T-tip here is to find ways, get... um training on how to create your own t- content or hire you to create your own content and have content to sell and this this mostly applies to like people who make music and people who make videos because those are people who usually come to have these package deals and everything if you need um creation like don't just go sing at open mics and like someone's gonna sign me don't do that <laughs> make your own music they might could get signed you don't know don't do that um Create your music. Find find a producer, or find ways to create it yourself. Create the music. Create everything. Have a have a product to show. Mm-hmm. If you're creating videos, if you do videos, create the videos, put them together, and then have a product to show. If you have a video to show, we talked about um the what's it called um the film festivals. You can present mm-hmm. it there mm-hmm. and everything. That's how you get your funding for everything for like for everything else from it. But you have to put the work into creating it yourself initially. That might be the best way to do it. I'll be honest. Word. Any other, anything else? Anything else. Um, one, of these, one of these podcasts, we got to talk about the show Black Love on OWN. So I finally got caught up on the show. The fun, funny thing, that's kind of where I kind of got that from. Because like, well, Black Love, as, if you've never watched it, watch it. It's a phenomenal show. Um, they actually, um, how they did it was... It was a couple, and they actually recorded them. They recorded, I think, about 50 couples themselves and then had the product and then presented it like, hey, you want this or nah? <laughs> you want to give us money to give it to give us this? Is our, this is our number. Give us this money. Give us this money. And then we'll we'll let you put it on your network. But they already created the product already. Mm-hmm. They might have not created the tags, maybe not the opening, like maybe like the little graphics and everything, but they had most of the product Right. Created already. already. So they were like, all right, this is, this is going to be great. You want to buy this content from us. And I think I think you should have your content credit. You might create a trailer or something or even music. You might just create like a quick playlist or something to, to demonstrate it. You wouldn't give them like everything, of course, so they won't steal your idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but like just um, have something. 
have like a trailer to show, but try to have that content. Say, oh, I already got the content ready. I'm ready to go. When you're ready, to, when you're ready to put it out, I got it for you. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's 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 kind of where I got that from. From Black Love. Yes, yes. Um, it's a great a great documentary. But like as I've watched it over the seasons, I'm just especially this season. Um, there's a lot of couples on there that I'm like, y'all wanted to tell this story publicly. You wanted people to know this because it sounds nuts, guys. Remember, remember, I was saying that we should do something like that for the church, and like the first thing everybody was saying was like, oh, I don't know if I want to talk about it, <laughs> right? Because like, because <laughs> it's real personal, but like, like I, some people's origin stories are crazy. Yeah, it is, and I, but I, I think Shoot, it, ours is nuts too. So yeah, I it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was a little crazy. Yeah. We're here though. We're great. Yeah, we're, we're living awesome. our best life. It's cool. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and no, please be forewarned. It's not like crazy in like a bad way. Like we was. It's just. It's just one it, day. One day we'll talk about. Maybe, one day we'll talk about. Not maybe, today though. Not. Not definitely not today. Um, but yeah, like I think that um, as a, I think that that's why the show is so good. That's why people watch mm-hmm. it though, and yeah. that's why it's so so crazy because people felt inclined to talk about it and i think they, they i think because it's not like a bunch of people in the room talking yeah that it's just them two uh-huh. and probably like one person in the room mm-hmm. like they they found a way to make it so that it, it like just yeah make and them I, comfortable and I to like, just talk about how they feel and everything yeah. and people it's good that people feel comfortable enough yeah. to talk and i what i like about it is the diversity of couples yeah. um they've got you know older couples they've got younger couples they've got um Excuse me. They've got. Um, we'll break this down more next week. I want to go LGBT the couples. They've got all types of people, and I, and it's just like, I just I just like the dynamics that I've seen over the seasons. They've got like famous people, and then they've got like regular people. Like yeah. it's just you know it's really really a good a good show to like get perspectives on about uh, relationships and marriage and stuff like that. Before we end, there's one one number that I saw, and if I and I saw this number, I was like, then what are people talking about? That seventy percent of black men. Are, of married black men are married to black women. Mm-hmm. So people act like it'd be like it's like twenty percent, <laughs> right? Of black men who go marry like non. Yeah, they act like they be like like twenty percent of us marry black women. Everybody else be married like. Well, here's the thing. I think I think <laughs> they like I think what a lot of people base it on is like famous slash semi-famous men. Yeah, but not the average regular everyday black man. They're looking at like the football player, <laughs> basketball player, actor, like the okay, more but that's, the that's more not, that's fam- not real life though. No, but like that's what people use as their example. Okay. Like because you, you would have sworn the way they're talking like yeah. it'd be like 20, it's only like only 20% of the black men actually marry black women. Everyone else marries everyone else. No, I'm like most <laughs> like of the like 70%. Most, most of the black 70, men 75%. Most of the black men that I know from like life, high school, college, work, most of most of them are married to black women. As every other race is most of, is, yeah. like, is how it is. There are a few of them that are married to non-black women, but it's not like the overwhelming majority. Like if I can think of 20 guys that I know right now that are married, I can maybe think of three that are married to a woman that isn't black. So I, the numbers don't even add up to that. And that's another thing we're going to have to talk about on, a spot, on this podcast one day. Like, so? And and what of it? Yeah. And what of it? <laughs> it, 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 was just, it was just like when I saw that number, I was like, people out here complaining like, like black men never marry black women. <laughs> I'm like, obviously, because they keep being black babies out here. Somebody's making them. Like, okay. I'm sorry. Y'all are dumb. Um, Y'all are really dumb. Let's move on. 
Yes, let's move on. Let's wrap this podcast up. Word, so, word, word, word. thank you once again for joining us for episode 21 of the All Love No Fear podcast, wherever you are listening. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and being a loyal listener. If this is your first time listening, I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend so that we can get some more listeners and some more amazing feedback from you guys. Um, if you have any questions that you want us to answer or any topics you want us to talk about on the podcast, Please feel free to email us all love no fear pcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's where we are. We're also on the social medias. We're on Instagram, um, all love no fear podcast. All love We're no on, fear. Yep. Yeah, on Facebook, we have uh, all love no fear um, Facebook page. Um, we have Twitter, um, all love no fear pcast. We are out here, we are accessible. Um, we would love to hear from you. Talk to us. Wow, that was unexpected. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that really like jolted me. I, I jumped literally. Um, so you know, regardless of whether you're a Beehive member, a Swifty, a member of the Navy, a Barb, whatever it is you're doing out here in these streets, uh, just be good or be good at it. Um, That's right. We what? <laughs> we love you for listening, and we hope you will join us next week. Until then. Peace, love, and soul. We outie. Deuces! Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey, It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh, no fear podcast. podcast, podcast. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All love. Oh, no fear podcast.